Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Hey everyone, pull up a chair, sit down, take a load off, stay around for a bit. I am Katie Patrick, joined as always by David Fiorazzo, who himself is sitting on a chair. It looks very nice. Yes. Right? Under you. You look nice then on it, I guess. All right. Well, we have a, a new university <laughs> out there in the world, yes. which is a good thing. It plans to reinvent higher education by banning tenure, ditching doctorate requirements for faculty, and having low well, what? Low, not high, tuition. Low tuition. Whoa. All of this, which will keep the staff hungry to share real knowledge. Whoa, mind blown. 2023, could it be the year that we get some some education out there in yes. the world? Some new colleges, oh. perhaps, that go back to the way education once was when people learned during a two- or four-year stint at a university. Well, I like the headline. We don't want to be Yale. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's stop right there. So, I mean, we know what direction they're going. Uh, they don't want to be a, the, the woke, the, the, the stuffy DEI <clears throat> colleges, <clears throat> the woke institutions. Hoity-toity. 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 So it's new. It's the University of Austin, mm. and it's constructing a different model of excellence. Uh, President of the new university dedicated to free expression describes the plans to build. Let's, let's, I know you probably missed that. There's a university that's going to be created and, and developed that's dedicated to free expression. Now, do I need to say that again? Do you think Did, they caught I, that? Wait, or, because that's not normal what? for, well, we got a video to describe it a little further. Set this up here, go ahead. We had, sitting around the table, one student who had been on the Trump campaign and another student who had been in the Black Lives Matter protests. It was a civil discussion in which we listened to the people on the other side of the table. The environment that UATX has is so open and welcoming. That liberal value is the core of our institution. You treat everyone with respect. Even though we might have disagreeing viewpoints, our ultimate goal is always the North Star, which is free inquiry, success, and human flourishing. An institution that's willing to take intellectual risk, you'll attract the intellectual risk takers. And those, of course, are the intellectual innovators. I don't think I've ever had an academic experience like this before. I truly feel like I've learned more here than I've learned in my undergraduate experience in college. I really wanted to have my beliefs challenged. Throughout the whole week, I had to really focus on being intellectually honest to myself. There is an alternative path. There is a way that you can get to your goal without having to conform. Conformity is easy, orthodoxy is easy, but nobody wants to actually live that boring, dull life. So many people have expressed discontent with the way universities are now run, but not many people have come forward with a solution. If there's genuine competition, guess what? You have to respond to that competition. In a sense, a university is just a, a kind of pipe dream. The minute you're teaching, it's real. Kudos. Where do I sign up? Not many have come forward with solutions, and this is a great step in this direction. I heard one of those young people say, 
I wanted to find somewhere where I'd have my beliefs challenged. Is that just what you get said? Get an ideas challenged, just get now, challenged, yeah. Understand that before we get back to the details of the article, the recently founded University of Austin that's reinventing higher education, um, a lot of young people come out of high school already on the left in, as far as their worldview goes, already almost intolerant of mm -hmm. the free expression of ideas and some critical thinking, debate, you know, someone that would disagree with them. They get offended if you don't, as they said, conform. Yeah. So I find this to be very fascinating. And uh, their plans included, th listen to this, banning tenure. I thought that, that's something that you have a lot to say about, I'm sure. Ooh. Ditching doctorate requirements for faculty and hiring the, quote, leanest possible administration. In other words, they're not going to build a massive department of DEI. Katie, <laughs> yeah, <right>. go. I'm, <laughs> un I'm unleashing you with a softball. Consider this my <laughs> video application <laughs> to teach anything and everything at this university. This is when colleges first started college wasn't actually at all what obviously we see today it was you would have one like private tutor who would teach you everything you need to know that was the leanest amount of faculty <laughs> there was no tenure because you got paid and if they didn't like you anymore you left you just went somewhere else but this is a, a good idea put the money keep the keep the tuition low so students can pay to get the education because all the, all that you need we already have written down in books you, you really can get an education, a decent education, a better education than you currently can at a university by just going to the library and reading books. So they don't need tuition to be high because you don't need as many resources as you think you need, which means you need leaner in terms of faculty, in terms of the number of faculty. Yep. And they don't have to have a doctorate because honestly, at this day and age, the more education that they have oh probably the worse they are the yep. more indoctrinated they are the least less university. less amount of willingness uh to think for themselves or think outside of anything that has just been put into their brain throughout their k-12 system throughout their undergrad throughout their graduate yeah. and then in, into like their doctorate graduate degree so it's wow you're going to actually hire people who are passionate about mm. what they're teaching because maybe they've actually gone out into the as we say, the real world to <laughs> perform in that degree that they're coming in to teach. Neil Ferguson there, a great historian, uh, great British historian, read his books. If he's going to be a part of this, that's something people want to really, yep. really delve into. Well, the university's founders, uh, just over a year ago, um, they promised an education without censorship. That's huge. I mean, it shouldn't be. We shouldn't even be. It shouldn't even be a story. But we're excited about it because it's so rare to have this kind of view presented and they want to develop this. And they also, uh, it says education without censorship, censorship and enforced ideology that's present at most traditional universities. Since then, a year ago, um, the university collected $105 million in funding and the institution was only an idea a year ago with no alumni to draw support from. So um, well, and this, what's, is, this is really good. Yeah, and what's refreshing about this too is they received just, just about a week after announcing like, hey, we have this new university, 3,500, more than 3,500 inquiries from prospective professors, wow. which tells me wow. all I need to know that across the United States right now, we have professors who are hungry for real education. Yeah. 
but whether it's the system they're in, the the they're just you know they they need to make ends meet and put food on their own table. So maybe they're just you know shut up and go with it, and that's what they've been doing for so long because their university rules and the administrators are you know like breathing down their necks yep. and they're worried about getting fired, so they haven't spoken up. But thirty five hundred more than thirty five hundred inquiries into like, hey, I I want this, I want to be a part of this. <laughs> just a week after announcing, just it. one week yeah. after. <laughs> um, and now that was one week after, and now it's more than like 5,000. And consider this 5,001. Hi. Uh, all right. Nice to meet all you. Right. I wish we could talk about this for a while. Great story. Still to come, faith-based colleges see a major uptick in enrollment. Interesting. As more students flock to classically-minded colleges that will actually teach rather than indoctrinate. That's next. Well, all right. Uh, <laughs> did you know that actual education has shown to lead to actual education? What? Oh, very what profound. I know. I know. It's, it, it is quite profound. We're just a positive bunch here today <laughs> at Educated. First, we have a new university opening, and now we have evidence of actual universities creating actual education. Uh, it's a new report out of faith-based colleges that are offering classical education and how they've seen increases in enrollment, which is shocking, shocking, I say. Shocking. And so uh, First Things is a publication of the Institute on Religion and Public Life. They released an article showing how enrollment has increased at faith-based colleges. Jeremy Tate, the founder and CEO of the Classic Learning Test, the CLT, it's a humanities-focused alternative to the SAT and ACT test. So it's basically a way for you to see what they're testing or what your kids should know without being the indoctrination and nonsense that comes with the SAT and ACT tests. The politics behind that, we won't go into it now. But he's, uh, Jeremy Tate's the CEO of the Classic Learning Test, and he listed examples of colleges and universities that saw increases in enrollment during the COVID-19 pandemic. Huh. Uh, now, nationally, college enrollment is down 13% over the last decade because people Good. are realizing that <laughs> it's not worth you going into debt for. It's just not. not Evidence is clear on it. that one. It's not what you used to be yeah. used to get. So, uh, But there's examples of what we're about to tell you of these universities that are doing much better than that. Their enrollment's not going down. It's actually going up. Hmm, I wonder why. So first we have Thomas Aquinas College. Yeah. Uh, that is a college that began half a century ago out there in the California land. And they actually just graduated their first class at a new campus all the way over on the East Coast in Massachusetts. Wow. So Thomas Aquinas College, you would not think such a specialty, I guess you will call it college, would be doing so well, but it is. We also have uh, Benedictine College in Kansas, which offers a great books program, and thanks to the administration's focused drive to return to the basics, meaning they also admit that they've gone away from it, hmm. but return to the basics, the college's enrollment doubled between 2004 and 2022. Again, over the last decade, 13% down across the nation in terms of enrollment, 
But over there in, in Kansas, they are doubling the amount. And furthermore, graduation rates jumped 28% as motivated students hungered for the challenge of the more rigorous and rewarding curriculum. Wow. So, David, wow. again, what you're telling me is <laughs> actual education will lead to actual education. Wow. Profound. That's the lesson here. By the way, shout out to Michigan's Hillsdale College. I, I've taken some online courses from Have there. Have you there? Nice. Yes. Nice. Great, great institution. You want to support. You want to go learn. You can take free classes, free courses online. Hillsdale, whatever the website is. Um, but it says they avoided statewide decline in undergraduate enrollment among worst in the nation with applications climbing 53% in fall of wow. 2021. That gave the classically minded school, Hillsdale College, flexibility to become more selective. So that was a great thing too. Yeah, so Hillsdale doing that. I mean, that's insane to think 53, yes. their applications climbed 53% in 2021. People are hungry for actual truth. 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 Capital T, truth, not my truth the truth <laughs> and so you know if these universities these colleges are providing truth it will it will shine through it will be out there in the lightness not the darkness so we also have another example we have the university of dallas which is a catholic institution and they welcomed the second largest incoming class in their 66 year history this past fall, fall of 2022, Claire Venegas, the UD Vice President for Marketing and Communications, uh, said that the university's core curriculum is rooted in the study of the great works of Western and Catholic intellectual tradition. Oh my gosh. <gasps> is she allowed to say that? Or did she just wow. make some racist statement by saying <laughs> that it's rooted in the Western and Catholic intellectual tradition? Well, I, I, I'm sure it's a Catholic university. I know the original meaning of the word Catholic, small c, is universal. You know, but this, the mention of Western really talks about, yeah, that's what this is about here. Now, as uh, Venegas said, consistently our graduates that have gone on to successful careers in law, medicine, public service, religious life, and other fields tell us that the benefits of a classical liberal arts education are many, from learning to <gasps> think, uh -oh. critically, think critically to writing and communicating well. Wow. Yay. Those are three things you really don't hear I mean, very often. I, Think critically, writing, and communicating well. And it just as a quick plug here for our very <laughs> own Freedom Project Academy, if you're yes. looking for a K-12 opportunity for your children, we teach those same things. Nice segue. We, I, hey, I'm trying here. We teach you how to think, Seriously. not what to think. FPEUSA.org. So take a look if you're looking for a K-12 system uh, for your children. But... Coming up, we have the first openly non-binary priest in the Church of England. What? Yep, yep, is uh, he's he's now u being used to normalize the LGBTQ agenda in the church. And you know, David's got just a few things to say about this story. Next, today's show is sponsored by our friends at My Pillow. Save up to sixty-six percent on pristine quality bedding towels, slippers, signature pillows, and much more when you use the code EDUCATED. That's E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D, -E EDUCATED. Support this show and a great American company.
The Church of England now has its very own non-binary priest who's going into schools, doing assemblies, making a huge difference in normalizing, basically being non-binary and such, for children. Bingo Allison. Yes, yes, that is the name we were provided wow. for this story. It's a 36-year-old father of three and Look a priest who was ordained in the Church of England. He said that God guided him away from the two sexes delineated in the book of Genesis, resulting in a schism between the strongly religious and conservative tradition he was raised in, which he suggested some might call bigoted and new genderqueer or, and a new genderqueer lifestyle. Now, Allison su suggested that after encountering the term genderqueer seven years ago while completing his vicar training, everything suddenly clicked. He said, I didn't know any trans people, and I think I probably met two gay people in my life. So it was like another planet almost to me. There were a few times when I really questioned things, but because I didn't really have the vocabulary to describe my experience, it just kind of didn't go anywhere. Now, before David's allowed to comment... <laughs> Let's take a look at B-I-N-G-O Allison. Good morning and welcome to the Church of St. Margaret of Antioch in Toxteth. And today is Transgender Day of Visibility. Uh, my name is Reverend Bingo Allison and I am a non-binary transgender priest in the Church of England. Um, as part of our uh, commemoration of Transgender Day of Visibility, we have a morning prayer service uh, that we're going to read now. And bingo was his name. Oh, David, your thoughts. Um, no way to do this in a short amount of time. First of all, you explain that he suggested God guided him away from the Bible. God led him away from the word of God which declares God is the creator of all things, the creator of all the heavens and the earth of mankind and made them male and female. God ordained marriage, family, gender roles, and God guided bingo away from all this. That's point one. Point two, just in the headline, right? Non-binary Anglican priest. Oh my goodness, stop right there. Priest doesn't mean anything anymore. Pastor, the label pastor, reverend, he said he's reverend, bingo, doesn't mean anything anymore. The label, the title, and that's sad because it's not how the church was established in the early days. Um, and you, you just go to the book of Ephesians or Galatians or Colossians or Romans and just read some of the New Testament uh, uh, or the Gospels. Uh, no, no. Bingo. Said That's right. He's he just didn't get Genesis. away from the Bible. That's yeah, right. Well, but he just stopped in Genesis. He's just in Genesis. He, he didn't go any, any further in oh, the Bible. Oh, he didn't Bible. read anything um, else. He said he has a handle now on the language. You know, this is the issue is he was having trouble with the language and he revisited Genesis 127. Gosh. So God created man in his own image, the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. The language struck a chord, he said. He said it was a deepening spiritual experience. I properly felt God was guiding me into this new truth about myself new truth i thought it was god's story new truth but no this is right. my self good point pay mm. attention to the words friends new truth 
There is no new revelation. God's word, the canon has been closed. God's word from Genesis to Revelation is all his perfect word. And there is no new revelation. He's new truth. Okay. And then he's saying, oh, well, one other thing. I've got it back. I know we don't have a whole lot of time left in this, in this segment. They said it in the headline. It says what they're trying to do. Quote, making a huge difference in normalizing it for children. What are they normalizing? Delusion. Right? Um, something that's not reality, something that is not science-based or fact-based or biologically, is definitely not biblical. But you've, so you've got a lot of confusion going on here. I just want to clarify because you've got a religion or an Anglican, then you've got priest. So people usually see these words and they go, okay, spiritual leader, right? We can certainly look up to, but no, they're making a huge difference normalizing this for children. Be careful friends, because they are, and they're grooming. Okay, well, uh, B-I-N-G-O. Uh, next, we have a Japanese man who likes that song. He's garnered quite a following <laughs> on YouTube because he wants to live his life as a collie, like the dog. He's even invested more than $15,000 into his suit. That makes him look like a B-I-N-G-O. Yep, that's next. If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows, plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, Battles of America, and Heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store and allow notifications. And we'll let you know when a new video is ready. I mean, the headline starts off by saying it right there. I'm afraid they will think I'm weird. Uh, well... <laughs> A Japanese yep. man who transforms into a collie with a $15,000 costume is terrified how his friends would react. And that's him. That's not a real dog. That's him. Uh, if they uncovered his secret double life. So first of all, as a dog loving man, um, this is offensive to me, <laughs> but yeah. I, I love dogs. We have, we're getting another one <gasps> next this weekend. Oh, oh my are goodness! You now? We are. Yeah, that'll be three. One time we had four, Ooh. four dogs. But this is just this is a Japanese man. He dresses as a collie. Here, look at this. Now that's him under there. Um, that's not a, That's not an elderly dog with arth arthritis. That is a human being. Wow. Yeah. Yep. I was going to say that dog looks like he has some hip issues some, or something, yeah. but no. If he, Well, he has some issues, he's, all right. Uh, that's true. <laughs> wow. And he must be sitting on his knees with his hands there. I don't understand. $15,000 for that. Oh. I mean, from afar. There we go. Looks pretty realistic, though. Oh, please. Is he going to lift his leg? No? Just okay. Said, just wondering. Go outside. There you go. Good boy. He's outside. And that's a man under there. Um, wow. Taco, or Toco, I'm sorry has recently started venturing outdoors. 
to go on, even to go on walks on a leash. He also shared videos attempting to perform tricks in exchange for fake food. Oh, wow. But he worries that his friends will find his hobby weird. Well, especially if he's going to make them, like, pet him or something. Yeah, I could see how that... Oh, that's creepy. That would be a little creepy. Why did creepy. you have to go there? I'm just... Well, I mean, why... <laughs> Scratches something, all of a sudden he oh, starts going... Oh, come on. Itch, 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 you yeah, know? Yeah. Ugh. All right, anyway, so... Anyway, does he... He walk, He has to be there on his knees. How are his knees holding up? Oh, knee pads. That's easy. Oh, okay. Um, I'll get right on that then, I guess. So, anyway, this is, this is sad, but some of his most recent updates to his... YouTube subscribers, more than 11,000. Toko revealed he has started being uh, being taken on walks in his quiet street and playing in his backyard all on all fours. But let me skip down to a punchline. Let me skip down to what people have said. Um, I I just lost my place here, sorry. Um, I'll do it from memory. Two people commented saying, you're an inspiration. So now I can identify as whatever, an animal. Um, I'm paraphrasing a quote from this article, but this is, what, this is how some people are responding to this. Like in America, we have young children in classrooms that are furries, mm-hmm. right? Identifying as cats. Well, and that's, that's the thing. And I found where you're looking for it. He, uh, one person wrote, you inspire us to fulfill our dreams too. There we go. And another one said, I hope I become the animal I want to be as well. You're an that inspiration to us. I want to be the animal that I want to be. <laughs> there aren't many words to say other than they need to seek some therapy. They need to seek help outside of watching these dog videos, which is just continuing the delusion that they're living in. And you know, this person has a lot of time on his hands, apparently, and And maybe a lot of money, too, to put... 15000 Well, he doesn't have it anymore. Wow. Just to get that made. And so, yeah, this is really sad. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's... People laugh at it, but watch how others respond to it. Watch how popular a story gets. And then you kind of have, you know, the pulse of where people are at. And to be inspired by this nonsense. I mean, hobbies are fine. We all have hobbies. We all have interests. But something like this is a little creepy. I think we all need to go back to the beginning of where we started today and check into University of Austin, maybe, or any of those (laughs) faith-based colleges to really uh, spend your time and energy and $15,000 invest that there instead of into a dog costume yeah so we had bingo we had toco we've got loco motion. a lot of loco a lot everybody's of doing a brand new it's, it's not a brand new dance anymore but anyway <laughs> make sure you hit that like button if you're watching us on social media and hey send us your feedback by visiting stayeducated.org just drop us a line for david and myself thank you for watching thank you for listening and thank you for supporting this locomotion. Until <laughs> next time, stay educated. Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel. Hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo. Makeup and hair by Katie Scholl. Graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project Media app. Copyright 2023.